You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that, from all different fields, are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. It is hard being a leader in the best of times. Right now, with so much uncertainty ahead of us, it is even harder to be a leader. But there's good news. Driven and stellar women just like you are coming together to hone their skills and act as sounding boards for each other. They are becoming more effective influencers in their roles. My friend and colleague, Julie Holunga, started and co-facilitates the Women's Catalyst Network, a leadership development program for women just like you. She has another cohort about to start on May 13th and is looking for a few key players to join her. They meet once a month for two hours. And listen, I know you can spare just 1% of your time over the course of the month to elevate your career or your business. Visit womenscatalystnetwork.com. That's womenscatalystnetwork.com to learn more and connect with Julie to find out if you're an ideal candidate. And please let her know that I sent you. Welcome back to Grit and Grace, my friends. We are still in these interesting times in the world where we are navigating between what's chaos, what's grounding, what serves us, what doesn't serve us, And how to manage all the change, because there's a lot of change going on. And on this show, I have committed to bringing you as much good information and tools and things to think about to help you navigate these waters that might feel like you haven't been on before. It's like like the banks of the river that we've all been flowing on our whole lives have all of a sudden just abruptly changed or crumbled or taken in a different direction. And you're feeling like... You don't know what's ahead. You don't know if it's a rocky waterfall or if you're going left or right or straight, if there's going to be three different whys in that river. We don't really know. And so I want you to have access to some of the most amazing women in my sacred circle and in my life that can help us all navigate it. And I'm really, truly, and, you know, completely blessed that you come back to the show every week and give me 30 to 60 minutes of your time to not only improve your life and your business, and normally what we talk about are a lot of tactical things around growing in your career and in your life, but right now we're talking about how to stay the course and how to envision what the true possibilities are as we move forward into the new times. And this is 2020, and we are flowing through a lot of change in our world. I'd like to think that a lot of things are crumbling for our benefit. A lot of things that we've known in the past are no longer the same anymore. And whether or not you have embraced that or you're sitting with fear or anger, I want you to know that we 100% honor whatever you feel right now in this moment. We honor you, we respect you, and we appreciate whatever it is that you're feeling because we know that it's real and we know that it's not always easy to acknowledge that we're going through the gamut of emotions and we honor wherever you're at. 
So we have Dev Darshan back with us today, who is, she is a retreat leader. She's a pleasure coach and a mompreneur. And I love you, Didi. Thank mm. you so much for being back here. I love you. It's an honor. You bring such light and joy and kindness and wisdom in your breath work and your meditations and just in the channeling that you do mm. whenever you're on the show. I mean, you bring stuff up that <laughs> I didn't even know was going to come and it's amazing. <laughs> and it's like whenever you're in my circle and we're doing conversations that we know are going to go to a large amount of you that are listening, mm. there's some magic that happens mm. energetically between us. And I'm so mm. grateful for that connection mm. and for you to give your time and mm. your time too for so many people. Thank you, Didi. Thank mm. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And of course, we have Heather back. Mishi, my love. Thank Hi. you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. My wig whispering friend. Um, Mishi is a high priestess and she's the owner of Coco Coquette, which is why we call her the wig whisperer. And one thing really special about Mishi is if you have not met her or heard her on any of my shows, she is also a space holder for human expression. And I just want you to think on that for a minute. How many of you out there say that you can hold space for other people to be expressions of themselves? And Mishi is a master at that. So thank you for bringing your wisdom, your light, and your sword like a truth cutter mm. to the table today. Mm. Thank mm. you. I love Mishi when she gets into a mode where she detects bullshit <laughs> because she has a bullshit detector built in like no other. And she will <laughs> cut through that and she'll cut through you. Trust me, she will cut through you. I have seen her understand that somebody is not being truthful to themselves and others. And it's one thing I love about you, your authenticness. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. So I want to just start the show by telling everyone that I I go by she, her, or hers. Mm. Um, how about you, Didi? As do I. Yep. Thank she, you for asking. asking. She, her, hers. She, her, hers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And let's all do more of that. Yeah. Let's learn, and let's, yeah. and, and I think that we would probably do well to have a conversation on what that means yeah. on the show. And I have a few friends I'd like to invite, but let's just let's start prefacing that this is an important thing that we're going to hear more of as we all mm-hmm. evolve, because mm-hmm. we're evolving. Absolutely, we are evolving. And I also want those of you listening that no matter when you're listening, just understand that the time in the world that this is for us, we're sharing with you what's in our hearts, and and what's in our skill set and our knowledge today. And so take what suits you and leave the rest, mm-hmm. right? Take what suits you and lose, lose, leave the rest. And today we're going to be talking about expansion and retraction. And I know that a lot of you might not know what that means. And we're going we're gonna to dive into that. And this is an interesting topic for me because Dee Dee, my brilliant soul friend and sister, brought up a point and she does this. She brings up points that make me think, huh. I never really thought about it like that. <laughs> and now I'm going to think about it like that, that I am one that always is expanded. I live in an expanded state. That's yeah. I, I'd like to say that that's how I was born, right. truly. Yeah. But I have learned. Yeah. I have learned how important it is to like I'm I'm like literally closing my eyes and like you would roll up a piece of paper like when I retract it's like rolling up all of my energetic sources. And putting it into the core of myself. Mm. And I'd like you to start, Didi, about explaining what, outside of that visual, because that's what I got, <laughs> what is expansion and retraction? Retraction or contraction, either one. Mm. Yeah. Um, so 
There is a lot of new age information out there about the value of being in expanded states. And that's certainly an amazing place to be. When we're feeling expansive, there's um, spaciousness, right? What does that mean to feel expanded? I always like to get real. Like, yeah, what, what does that, that mean? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to feel expanded? Does that mean like your hair is bigger? Right. Like more flowy clothes? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I'm wearing flowy clothes today, so I'm fine. You know, I'm one. <laughs> You're in an expanded state, yes. like an accordion. No. Um, for me, an expanded state feels spacious. It feels like the infinity. It feels like possibility. Uh, in my body, I always like, you know me, I'm all about being in your body, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, expansion feels like freedom. It feels like um, like there's no limits. That's probably just the But best you're talking way. the energetics of a human. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And though, I think those feelings are possible in your body. Yeah. I'm getting openness too. Yeah. Like being open. Great word. Open. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So then let's talk. Sometimes it's helpful to talk about the opposite, right? Okay, so constriction. How does it feel to feel constricted, right? If you could see me now, I'm like pulling all of my arms in and my muscles feel tight. Constriction is contained. What's the definition of contained? To like controlled? Um, it could be. Contained can mean, um, <laughs> I just looked this up the other day because I thought it was fun. It can mean, contained can mean to be put in something to be transported. Contained can mean encircled or enveloped, I think, is another definition. So containment means that, for me, that you're gathering in that energy. So constriction is that energy of pulling things in to contain. And for me, it's important to talk about containment just as much as we talk about expansion because if you think about this analogy, one of my teachers actually shared this with me, and I think it's really fun. If you think about a toothpaste tube, what happens when you squeeze it at the bottom, right? You're contracting it. You're squeezing it. What happens to the toothpaste? It comes up top. It rises up, mm-hmm. and it comes out. So it rises up. So sometimes, in order to expand, we need that contraction. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about today is that value of contraction. There's a value in the contraction. Yes, it's great to be in those expanded states, and there is value in that containment. It's you think about another analogy can be a baby, right? When you're birthing, that baby's contained within and it's growing and it's growing and then it comes out and expansion, right? Containment expansion. So there's lots of different ways that we can think about it, but both are important. And so the contraction is just as valuable as the expansion is because the contraction can help us rise up. And if we think about that even right now at this time where we are with this virus, 
there's many people who are in a contracted mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. So it's not all a bad thing that we're being contracted. Everybody's like, oh, fear. We don't want to be in fear. It's okay. It's okay. We're all going to be okay. And that containment is great because we're all going to come out of this on the other end with a whole new way of being, a whole new consciousness, whole new level of love, whole new level of connection, real connection. Yeah, and if you think about that, um, the whole the whole action of um, expansion and contraction. I just feel like I visualize. We were talking about this earlier, the heart and how yeah. it it's it almost gives it more power and more movement mm-hmm. when it's in a contract in that you know expansion contraction state yep. because it's it's powerful. It yeah. gives it more powerful. It's the motion of that. So moving between those two states, I feel like helps us you know, blow our top. Well, you're talking about actually bringing blood flow, right? Like the heart has to, the heart has to pulse. And that's a, like, that's another way I'm thinking about it is Mm. is that pulse of the heart brings more blood in. I'm like, oh yeah, that's interesting. And Didi, you just talked about what we're coming out on the other side, almost like a rebirth. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, and we've talked on this show earlier with other, um, other sacred sisters like mm-hmm. Ruth Meller who mm-hmm. talked about the flow, mm-hmm. right? Of the ups and down of the flow, like the in and out of the flow. And I'm thinking, oh, like I just saw the analogy of a rebirth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we are in in contraction and expansion and contraction. And funny that I called it retraction to begin with. Yeah, so it funny. It uh-huh. is interesting. Um, because what we're getting ready to do is rebirth something new. Yeah. Mm. And I love what you just brought up about a, a pulse where both of you did. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's almost like it's a com- the other element is a, it's a complete cycle. Mm, yes. You can't really have one without the other, right? Yes. When you constrict, then you're constricted and you have no else to go, but then you have to go back out, right? So for me, it's almost like it's a complete cycle. Mm. The expansion, the contraction, yeah. the birth, the death. So let's yeah. talk about right? what else. Because there's a lot of death going right. on right now. We're lo- we're right. letting go. We're letting go of the way of beings yeah. that we thought were normal. Yeah, and and just to go back on the death, like death doesn't necessarily mean that it's that it's gone forever. Right. It's it's a let. It can death can also represent a letting go of something as yeah. well. Yeah. So I feel like we as human beings go through a death and rebirth process multiple times in a day Mm -hmm. and you know it's shedding of our skin you know it's shedding of our hair it's um sleeping and waking it's so many so many opportunities to experience death and rebirth Mm -hmm. yes yeah Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah there are other some other examples I think that are really good to think about of expanding and contracting, right? There are lots of things in in life. This is like a natural thing, and I, and part of the reason why I I brought up the river aspect is because you know water can expand and contract in so many different mm. ways, right? Like in right. different forms. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about what's happening right now in our world, and it's almost like this blanket has been set down on top of the planet, right? For hundreds and hundreds of years of pollution, of Mm. disharmony. And what's happening is you can almost see that expansion and retraction, I keep saying retraction and contraction (laughs) of that lifting. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it creates momentum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The 
Definitely. Especially Utah just had earthquakes a few days ago. Right. And Ruth was talking about how it's, you know, releasing that energy. And we've been, you know, doing that motion, that pulse motion for a while. And she needed to release. She, we were squeezed the, mm-hmm. the bottom of the toothpaste. She needed to release it. She needed to release it. So yeah, I'm just going to go to Utah. Shake, shake, shake. And I feel better. Just like we do. That's right. Um, and I like DD too. Let's, let's talk, let's move the conversation into talking about giving and receiving. Yeah. Because there is a part of, expansion and contraction that is similar to giving and receiving yeah in that flow yeah there's another um i'm feeling uh, this (laughs) rising up of this idea of polarities Mm. coming so in polarities right we have seemingly opposite things but actually, it's really not an either or sort of situation. It's a yes and. And what um, what is important, I think, is that we can um, acknowledge that both can exist at the same time. So you can have a contraction and an expansion. So maybe I'm having a contraction in uh, an area of my life around my business, but maybe I'm having an expansion in an area of my life that's my love. So um, what I'm feeling the need to bring forward is um, this idea that we we can live in polarities, we can have both of them existing at the same time, and that we don't, it doesn't have to be good or bad. Why can't it be both? Or there's another space in between where it's really just a neutral way of seeing things as neither good nor bad, neither contraction or expansion, maybe it's just is. <laughs> um, so um, when we look at giving and receiving, really the giving and receiving is just another form of exchanging energy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. I'm going to just, I want to go back to this contraction piece again, because I feel like we didn't finish it before I brought in the giving and receiving part. And I think that there's a lot of people that don't really understand what that means. I want to, I feel like we want to, let's talk more, let's talk more into that. Okay. A little more in, in, in the context of contracting at a time when you're going inward, like using, we're using terms that are describing what could potentially happen when you are pulling in your energy and your resources and focusing in them inward. Mm-hmm. Like and and that can be more than just what we're describing in energetics. That can be that can be your financials. Yeah. That can be your family. Like you're calling people home. Like you are contracting everything that you have your resources into one solid piece. And sometimes when we do that, it's to create a stronger unit. Containment. Containment. So I, I'm bringing that up because I'm, I feel like maybe we went, because see, the thing is the three of us, we could go really far down, to the, down the woo hole. And I want to kind of keep us more into the, the practical of this human experience of what that contraction looks like. Yeah, It looks like 
it looks like taking care of ourselves. It looks like bringing our family home Mm -hmm. and having more connection, right? It looks like being more still. Mm. And the reason why I'm clarifying is because I have this feeling people are going to see this as introverted, extroverted. Mm. And I want to make sure that we clarify that you can be the most extroverted person in the world, like moi, which I am all the time, <laughs> and still be very comfortable contracting mm-hmm. for self-care, for alignment, mm-hmm. for very specific purposes. I, I've just done the work to understand mm-hmm. why I need that. Mm-hmm. Because it would be really easy, as I said, as in, in my expanded state, for me to just stay out and open all the time, but mm-hmm. it actually, that doesn't serve me. Mm-mm. It's not good for anybody mm-hmm. to be in that state. Right. And, and so that introvert, extrovert piece, let's bring that in. And let's have that conversation, how that plays into expansion and contraction. And I'll ask Mishi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm the exact opposite I of you. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but which is why we do so well together. Like right. We go out Yin and, and yang. It's like, like we you go, get me to open up I and I get you to like stay in the bubble. Oh my gosh, I just got a blushy. Yeah. I'm gazing, gazing at me. Yes. I know. Um, you guys can only see what I see. <laughs> Your love. Yeah, so what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it just got really warm in here. Yeah. And, and it's so funny, too, because we were talking in an earlier conversation about, um, like, being, I'm, I don't want to sound egotistical, but being very 5D out here. It was a conversation with Ruth. And we're being asked to come down. And it's really hard for me to it's really hard for me to be on this planet. I'm just going to say that right now. And I know yeah. mm-hmm. getting a reading from Dee Dee too, mm-hmm. it's part of my soul. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really hard for me to relate to this human body. Like mm-hmm. rules don't exactly um, do anything for me. So um, it's, we're all, we're all being asked right now to come inside or go outside of our box because it's all different. And it's we're being we're being rattled. So whether you're five D or three D, you know, three Ds are being asked to level up. Five Ds are being asked to come down to earth and and experience this. And it's really hard because I've I've survived in um, being out in the cosmos. Mm-hmm. And um, people say, you know, when I go to a reading or something, they're like, you know telling me different ways of grounding. And I really feel like there's different levels. And even though I'm, you know, living in the 5D, I can still ground. So whatever whatever vision of being grounded means for people, mm-hmm. there's, there's different levels. But um, yeah, I just really feel like I'm being asked to, um, it's kind of contradicting. Um, I'm such an introvert, but I live you know, out in the cosmos. So I feel like I'm expanded, but I'm expanded in a different way. Mm. Um, So really, really coming in myself and um, it's, it's tough. It's really tough to, to do something that is unfamiliar and uncomfortable um, to open myself up. Um, But also finding that community of people that are, that are your yin to your yang mm-hmm. and you you know mm-hmm. because it it has opened my eyes to so many different things and like you're always feeding me information of 
things that are so different that I never would have thought of. And um, I feel like, too, when you come over, we ground and we mm-hmm. we go inside so well together. Well, you know, I want to, may I share yes. my, my tethering um, with you? For sure. So there was a, a situation, This is and this is Mishi and I talking here. There's a situation, because I sometimes forget Didi and Mishi. People might not know your voices, so I, I try to remind people who is who. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, we all go through these different times, especially on the awakened path, mm-hmm. where we sit in different planes in different times. And there was a time where I woke up one day and I'm like, Mishi, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. is Mishi? Mm-hmm. And I called you and you explained what was going on and there was some... St- Tough stuff happening at the Isn't time, really? and it was it was not just it was not just a spiritual challenge, but there were physical challenges because you were getting ready to open your shop, yeah. which is Coco Coquette in Denver, and there was a lot going on. Definitely. And I felt you like whoosh five levels in the cosmos, mm-hmm. and I asked you to allow me to tether myself to you mm-hmm. to keep you yeah. on the ground, mm-hmm. and um, it was probably one of the more powerful rituals I've ever done to yeah. connect myself to another human that contains a spirit, right? Mm -hmm, right. And so I did this ritual and and tethered myself to Mishi and I may not have ever just cut that tether. And so, and you (laughs) know, she, she stretches it. it. I know, I know (laughs) she, you stretch it sometimes and I feel it. Like I feel that, that tethering we have. And you know why I think it's really important in times like now when we're feeling things that we haven't felt before is to find that other person or people or group or community mm-hmm. because even though we have social distancing that's that's actually physical distancing it's not it's not right, right. it's it's not the relationship or the connection so right. keep your connections with people that Definitely. can that can maybe help lift you off a little bit maybe sometimes you need a little levity yeah. off of this heaviness or sometimes you need to be up heavier right mm-hmm. and we're talking expansion and contraction so sometimes you need to expand a little and somebody needs to help you because i guarantee you there's a lot of people right yeah. now that are at home alone without a connection. For sure. And so rely upon your community. And so I like the fact that I'm tethered to you yeah. because when I go, <laughs> when I go and I expand too much, you're like, oh wait, 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 I'm coming with you. Come back, come back. <laughs> and that's a gift to have mm-hmm. that. And I think that we all need to have that with somebody, right? And Didi, you have that with your children. You have what with, with the community of women that you work with. Yeah. I mean you have that with, you know, different relationships in your life so you know what it is exactly that I'm explaining. And that introvert question was important, and I brought that up, Mishi, because I know that you are an introvert, Mm -hmm. but you can be an expanded introvert. Absolutely. But you do like to be a contracted introvert. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. I mean, my Vedic astrology sign is a crab, so I'm all about... Containment and yeah. safety, and putting my armor on the outside. Oh my and gosh! <laughs> it's I love it that this conversation has gone into some deep spiritual roots because I feel like you brought up the Akashic records, and I know Didi, this is one of your most greatest gifts. Mm, yes, um, absolutely. And can you talk a little bit to that? Just, yeah. I know it's kind of off topic here, but no, I feel like talk it's about expansion. <laughs> Let's talk about expansion. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. the Akashic records is the database of your soul, and it's. Um, I access it through a sacred prayer. And there's this idea or notion that we come back and have many lifetimes and everything we've did, done, or said in these past lives is held in this space called the Akashic Records. And it's so interesting that it's not interesting. It's that you're totally tuned in, um, Tav, because for me, I can connect up to this 5D space And feel that expansion. And what I've recently come to realize is 
that expansion doesn't mean a whole lot if I can't keep my feet grounded on this earth. So there's, yes, this sense of I want to feel expanded and I still need to feel grounded. And I kept wanting to ask you, Mishi, how do you feel grounded? What makes you feel grounded? Like, what are your practices? Because I would imagine that there are some people on this podcast who are listening and saying, well, what does it mean to be expanded? What does it mean yeah. to feel grounded? And so I think the the thing that I want to bring in here is this, this sense of being in your body. And what does that mean? It's that your body is this temple of wisdom. Your body is a vessel of wisdom as well. Yes, I can connect up to my soul through the Akashic records. And any one of us can actually do that. Um, and I can still also connect to this really valuable database of information, which is my body. And I think both are important to be able to connect to. So when we talk about being grounded, it's that ability to be in your body. For me, this is what grounded means. The ability to be in your body and feel things. I would like to say that grounded to me means present, like like presence mm-hmm. in in the moment, in the now, in the physical. Mm-hmm. In the physical, yeah. Your breath is the one thing that can bring you, I think, to your present moment right here, right now. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Which is why we love you, Dee Dee, because you help us with that, because... Thinking about it now, and we haven't really talked about it like this, but you know that that is one of your greatest gifts is to ground people because you are so good at teaching the power of the breath. Mm, thank you. Mm. And Akashic Records, I mean, it is a really powerful tool. I feel like it's a tool. It's yeah. it's just a tool to keep in your toolbox. It's the same thing with mm. understanding different parts of numerology and when and where and how you were born and where the planets were at the time. Like there's energies that come from so many different sources. And listen, I don't want anybody to ever think that those should be your number one be all guru. Now you're this little tool you have becomes the guiding force of your life. It's not that. It's a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's if you ever really want to get to know yourself, <laughs> you should get an Akashic record reading because <laughs> I feel like, you know, everyone's doing their twenty three and me and their ancestry, you know, whatever. I feel like this is the other side of that. This is the spiritual side of our physical DNA. And it explains a lot of things because we live, you know, these past lives that and things have happened. And it's up to us to learn and to break some of those cycles or to learn and enhance those cycles that have continued on through these past lives. So for me, for for me, it was learning why I was doing this pattern and why this kept showing up in this life. It's because it was showing up in in my spiritual DNA. So mm. it was up to me to mm. do something with that information mm. and really kind of honor it and, and sit with it and, um, you know, beautiful and different. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's just different. So... Uh, just accepting and and it's information 
it's information to get to really know my soul and right. why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And realize that there's the power in that information. Yeah, definitely. It's the power for you to be able to choose. To do something with. And empower yourself with whatever that information, however it serves you. Um, I love that term that you use, spiritual DNA. I just, I was so just taught, like, caught turned off guard on. by I that turned, turned on. Yeah. I just like it. Dee Dee and I just sit and turn on stage. I too. Wow. You guys have no idea what's been going on because <laughs> we've been licking our microphones. <laughs> That's oh the minor, the minorest. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, yes. I want to just, I wanted to say something to like loop that back into what's happening now because yeah. I feel like this is really important information because we are in, we're experiencing something in our human lives, mm -hmm. not in our lifetimes, but in this human life that we haven't experienced before. Mm -hmm. And I, it makes me think like how many of us humans that are living this experience right now have lived through plagues in previous lives. Sure. Yeah. Like I actually just had this like whoosh, oh, maybe this is in our spiritual DNA, the 7.5 billion, what is it, billion? Did I say billion? Is it, yeah, it's billion. I don't know. It's been a, we've been talking do a lot numbers. today. I'm like, I'm just, uh, sure, seven point five. <laughs> yeah, to say we're approximately a lot, give or take a billion, or a two. lot, <laughs> plus or minus. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are so great. Um, <laughs> that there is going to be a percentage of those billions of people who have it in their spiritual DNA to live through major shifts on the planet. Like, how interesting is it to think about that? And to be in tuned with it. And to and be to, in tuned with it. To be in tuned with knowing we know how to get through this. Or, we, yeah. or you know, we've lived through this before. Mm -hmm. So things may come very natural for some of us, and things may come very uncharted waters for some of us. Love that. I think that that's what just like that's what just came through my mind is when when I'm thinking about spiritual DNA and akashic records, and the repeat of patterns and the amount of plagues and massive illnesses that have undertaken this entire planet in the past to where we are now. I'm having I'm watching Dee Dee because I can see she's getting a ton of information about this right now. <laughs> she's just downloading like a mofo. Um, <laughs> She's listening, but the wheels are... She's listening to something else. It's not my voice. <laughs> she's, she's listening like a little bright light <laughs> I don't down know. from the sky. Well, I don't know if this is all going to come through, but it's um, that this is really all just here for our empowerment, mm -hmm. right? Everything that is outside of you, that is showing up outside of you, is because you're a powerful creator. You are a powerful divine being. I know this may be really hard, know, and it's a law, a leap. Like, it's a big leap. Like, holy woman. fuck, Dave Darshan, what are you telling me? That Tom this is all Lee, created? all the crazy people. Right? Like, that's just We're bullshit. not crazy. We're just passionate. We're passionate. I don't Maybe. know. You should have seen us for a few minutes ago. I don't know. <laughs> passionate. We were passionate. I mean, come on. I mean, we haven't done any spanking today yet. That <laughs> really puts well, us today up. today is not hard. Oh, I mean, Dev, you've been here twice. In the last week? Well, that's because I had to hurry my ass out the door because you had another interview. I know. See, this is what okay. happens when we don't put pleasure first. <laughs> right? See? <laughs> Damn it. 
<laughs> All right, we have to end this five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right, guys, we'll be back in just we a moment. We really are. We really five are minute here break. For you. Five minute break. Spank party. <laughs> Spank party. Oh. So here's the truth. You are a powerful creator. We are all powerful creators, and we get to decide what we're going to create next. And this is also this opportunity for us to align to what's really true. I often define soul as truth. What is true for you? That is your soul connection. Because that can't be denied. You can't, you can't not, you can't stop it. No, exactly. And your truth might look very different than my truth. Your soul might have a very different purpose and a mission and maybe very different than what mine, my truth is. So we're here to align to this divinity that's within us, that truth, that soul, and to carry out what our soul, what our, what we're meant to share here in this world. So what, there's an opportunity here to choose something different. And, and this is really true anytime, not just now, but we have the ability to choose. There's power and choice. How and what do you want to be and how and who do you want to be and lean into? What is this new iteration of you going to look like? That's maybe a little softer way of saying we are really powerful creators. Can I add a few examples to that? Yeah. Um, I know so many women, because you guys know that I have collectively interviewed hundreds and hundreds of women on all these shows. And I'm going to give you some examples of things that I know some women have wished for. I want more time at home with my children. I want to work less hours. I want out of this job that I despise so I can do the thing that I really love. I want more time to connect with nature. I want more time to be in my home and develop my space. Like This is a small fraction of things that I've heard from women over and over and over again in the last several years. And guess what? They all have that right yeah, now. I want a two-week vacation. I mean, I want two weeks of no work. I want to unplug. I want to learn how to unplug more and be away from internet more. I mean, I want to watch, for me, I would love to watch a few more movies. I love to watch movies and escape. And I never have taken a lot of time in my weeks to sit on the couch on my butt and just like relax because I read a lot. So sometimes watching a movie is like a nice light reiteration for me. I spend a lot of time outside. I'm like, guess what? I got that. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. that. I keep I keep thinking about when people are um in not such a they're in a different space than I am and they're they're very afraid and scared and maybe voicing some negativity about what's going on and I just think to myself how many times have you asked for a vacation? Mm. And now's your chance. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of looking into what we've been given and what we've been asking for for however long we've been asking for it. Well, here it is. Tell me we are not powerful creators. Right. So that's I mean, that's that's the practicality of this. How many of us have just wished for more sleep? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Rest, yeah. I, I, th- I think about when you say that to me, Dee Dee, I know. There's so many levels in which I know so yeah. many people can relate to that. And that's why yeah. I'm giving these examples is yeah. because I'm so glad. There are 
many ways in which what you have asked for is what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Although we all know that in order for something to be rebuilt, something has to die. Mm, And I think that we used a different gentler word in the podcast, but I'm at the point to say that like, sometimes for something new to happen, something has to die. To create space. And I'm not talking about people because I, and I don't mean to be insensitive to the fact that there are people that are getting sick and, and dying and and you know, accept my apologies if that feels like that was meant towards the human right. side. I'm talking about way of life dying, yeah. like, like old ways, shedding. old patterns, yeah. like shedding. That was the word we used. Thank you yeah. for that. Mm. Thank you for being here for all of it, mm. so you can remind me. <laughs> dying is you a guys, powerful word. Mm. And you guys think I'm never grounded. See? <laughs> <laughs> she just remembered a word from like mm. a really long time ago. <laughs> I know she's not just she's not just a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> she's not just a pre- yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I know we could easily go off topic, but I, I just think these real practical examples of looking at the things that we've really wished for. Yeah. And I mentioned this on an early episode. You know, one thing that I've missed the most from when my kids were little that I used to do all, like every single day is bake, mm-hmm. like with my hands, mm-hmm. putting my hands in food mm-hmm. and and making from scratch and all love. kinds of things and love for yeah, my children. And, right. And yeah. I, I've missed that. And I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. And it's mm-hmm. if I could find some darn yeast, I'd have more bread. But let's just say <laughs> I'm baking and I'm cooking and I'm literally putting my hands in everything just to spread my energetics into the food that I'm producing mm-hmm. for all of these kids. And yeah, it's powerful stuff to think about. So I'm so glad you brought that up, Didi. Yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to like imagine somewhere else. But there are there are those of us who are here to just try to help remind us, Mm. to remind us that this is possible, a new way of life. The wife, the life, the wife. The wife. It might be be the wife. Okay, it might be the wife. (laughs) It could be the wife. (laughs) I mean, it could be, I I could be the wife they're desiring. It could be. (laughs) It could be your wife. Oh, it could be. Wow. I want a wife. I want to be your wife. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The life that you really desire is possible. Mm. The life that you desire really is possible. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it requires that letting go and that clearing out so that there's room or space for something new to be contained and then expanded. Mm. Right? Yeah. But it's possible. And if you don't think it's possible, please call me. I'm not here to convince anyone. I want to I want to make that clear. What I'm here to do is to cut through the bullshit that you're buying into. The bullshit are the stories that you grew up with, the conditions that are not fucking serving you, living in your highest purpose. That is what I'm here to do. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think us as the three of us as a collective, I was just explaining to these two wonderful beings about really, you know, I have opened up so much with my group of girlfriends because we have this container where it's very safe, it's very honest. And I know that they can read through my bullshit because even though I'm a huge detector of bullshit, I can try and pass off bullshit to people too. (laughs) And these ladies don't allow me to do that. And if they do, they're going to call me out on it. And they have higher expectations of me for that too. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
It takes just as much energy to buy into the bullshit as it does to create new stories. Yeah, totally. And it's so much easier to like create true newer stories than right. it is to create. So it's just a question where bullshit. do you want to put your energy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love I love when you were talking about um cutting cutting through the bullshit. Like, let's talk about like, is this you? Is this really you? Or is this your upbringing, your programming, your, do- your dogma? Right. Um, and, and asking people that, like, where is this coming from? And asking that for yourself too. Yeah, totally. Is this me or is this my yeah. mom? Yeah. I love, or, I love my this, mom. Don't get even, me wrong. Or even, is this me yeah. and my mom's mom's mom and yeah. my mom's mom's yeah. mom's mom? <laughs> like truly, if you think about how ancestrally the wounds that have been carried down for generations and generations come to us through our our parents, right? And we carry some of that. And just be aware, if you know that, that what's happening right now with our children, it's really important that we do the work. I mean, ladies, most of my listeners are ladies, but men, if you're listening to, you are always welcome. You need to do the work and think about that Mm -hmm. right now because what state are you living in with your children? Because if they carry a significant amount of trauma and they develop fear from this and they develop fear of being around other people and creating connections, how many more generations of trauma will that carry through? Mm -hmm. So, And this is the purpose of why we're having these conversations. We want to break you out of... The, the 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 matrix right, right. now the fear right. we want to take you out of that and just take you for a moment of time into someplace different to think about these things because the future is at stake and it's not just your future right. it's the next generation's future and then how many generations after that ladies are we impacting I mean, look at us. If we know we're impacted by seven generations behind us, we know we're impacting seven generations in front of us. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So I think that it's this is this is the. This is the crux of the work. This is yeah. our work. And and I yeah. like to call it work right now because it's really easy to get caught up in what's going on day to day. Listen, you just have to go to the grocery store to be pulled like like whiplashed out of yeah. your good place into it. And you know, I'm gonna tell you guys a really funny story that I am the person that goes to the grocery store and, and every aisle I stop and close my eyes put my hands at my side, and I literally look up to the cosmos and take three deep breaths in the middle of the aisle and just align myself so that all the energy that's happening around me, I can let it flow through, and then I just continue on my way. And I just hope that maybe there'll be one or two people that aren't thinking, oh my gosh, we really have all the crazy people coming out now, (laughs) (laughs) but instead think, oh, yeah, I can just take a breath. Yeah, I can just take a breath. I can do the work and realign. And... That is contraction for me, actually. That's a good that's a good way to think about how contraction can benefit us. That's me mm-hmm. conserving, mm-hmm. protecting, mm-hmm. and still flowing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that leads on to every aspect too, especially social media. It you know, people that are constantly putting that energy out into social media, doom and gloom, whatever. I'm not saying that we can't be truthful and state facts, but um just be very mindful of what energy you're putting out there because we can also lead by example by, you know, doing these podcasts and mm-hmm. posting um, meditations. I have several friends that are posting and doing Facebook lives mm-hmm. or Facebook groups on either meditations or prayer circles, things like that. So I just, I just ask, be very mindful of what energy we're putting out there. And um, are we going to be... Um, 
are we going to be embarrassed by what we've done when all of this is over? Or are we going to be proud of how we handled this? Yeah, such good questions. Mm. And listen, for those of you that keep joining us on the show, we are so grateful yeah. for you. And I know we have to wrap this up. Um, but Didi, thank you. Oh, um, thank I, you. I want people to visit you, Dev Darshan, that's D-E-V-D-A-R-S-H-A-N dot C-O. To find out more information on how to work with you one-on-one or in any of the settings and the offerings that you have. And Mishi, I know people um, won't know you as Mishi, but they can find you <laughs> under Coco Coquette Denver. And I'm going to put all these links for you guys in the show notes. But I also suggest that you guys go visit Taverly's tribe because that's the other thing is both of these ladies are part of my mm. inner core circle of women that are experts in the work that they do, that they bring to the world, their healings, their gifts. Mm. And you can just go and actually find them on Taverly.com. And I'm not sure why I didn't think about that earlier, but um, yeah, that's that's a way that you can find help. Just if you have find help, bring mm-hmm. your bring bring your inner tribe, your core in, and help you. Mm-hmm. Hello, friends. We hope you enjoyed this show as much as we did. We unfortunately had technical difficulties, so the very last part of that show was cut off, which is totally fine because it was actually just a breathing exercise. And we've already given you some breathing exercises. So I'm really encouraging you to step into and feel into what it's like to remain grounded and let all of these feelings move through you in whichever way that you process that, whether that's through going for a walk or stepping outside in nature or breathing deeply. I just recommend that you take some time to do that today. Thank you for listening and we'll be back. Friends, don't forget to visit the Women's Catalyst Network to learn more about the amazing leadership development opportunity. And if you are outside of Denver, contact Julie Holunga to learn more about an upcoming virtual program later this year. Or if you want to work with Julie one-on-one for executive coaching, and she is amazing, feel free to contact her. You can find all the details at womanscatalystnetwork.com. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley. And as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. We know your time is extremely valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Thank you.